Moon. Duh. Swah. So we're doing all three? Yeah. <laughs> what are, no are matter we how many to, people. Oh, there's only two of us? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, this is Drew here with my little sister, Ashley. Hey. And a Derek impersonator, also named Ashley. Hey. <laughs> Nailed it again. Perfect. Um, Derek uh, got lost on his magic carpet. First, he robbed a bank last week. He escaped on a magical uh, piece of cloth. And now he's probably up to some other um, hijinks. So... Maybe next week he'll be back. <laughs> In the meantime, you are listening to New Release, a movie podcast with a time traveling twist. Episode number what, Ashley? 138. Hoof. <laughs> Drew, what in the heck are we this week? Oh uh, no, you can't you can't fully flip the script like that. Um, I'll let you answer. Um, we're in. Thanks for asking. We're in uh, November of 1992. It's flying by, and we're along for a topsy turvy ride. Scarves and thigh highs. Am I right? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. So this week I discovered something really cool. Have you heard of the internet? <laughs> Did you pronounce it like I I typed it out so I could make yeah. my Clinton joke? Yeah. Intern, oh, mm, I think it had to be like intern at. Yes, that was last <laughs> week that we were talking about Bill Clinton, but I think you mean <laughs> the net, right? Oh, yeah, I guess just net for short. Sure. Okay, cool. Worth it. Now that I've gotten on the internet, I'd rather be on my computer than doing just about anything. It's really cool. This the internet foreboding. gave us a whole world Yikes. of exciting new possibilities. So I guess this is a story of how it changed our lives. Maybe it will yours too, with the kid's guide to the internet. Take a spin, now you're in with the techno set. You're going surfing on the internet. All right. Ooh, that kind of freaks me out. <laughs> yeah, so this is 1992. There were like 20 websites. Um, actually, probably not even. I was listening to an inter interview with Kevin Smith, the director of Clerks, and he was saying that they used to like do the internet, which meant like, seen everything on the internet like stay in friday night and visit all 17 websites and then you've oh like you, you've like did the internet for the night and <laughs> <laughs> you could consume everything that's amazing so, what an innocent time but uh nonetheless uh, speaking of innocent times what's uh showing at the multiplex this week well there's this movie with sandra bullock um and it says imagine if sex appeal came in a bottle Ooh, <laughs> is that innocent <laughs> Uh, not so innocent um it's love potion number nine which i think i've seen but it's been a very long time this is one where there's different versions of the poster i don't know which one you're looking at but i definitely remember kind of like oh. the lineup of women yeah, all these ladies lining up to like be with him yeah yeah and then the the song of course they probably used in the marketing i feel like we listened to that song a lot as kids it was very catchy yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I have no idea if I've seen the movie or not, but I do remember the I remember uh fragments of sense memories of it, so to speak. <laughs> Anything else out there? I don't know about yeah, that. I don't one. really want to see it. Um so there's a movie with a magic lamp on the cover that says, Ooh. Imagine if you had three wishes, three hopes, three dreams, and they could all come true. Aladdin. 
Ooh. Yeah. yeah. This this one also has a bunch of different versions of the poster, but I think the original posters were like very um mysterious and evocative, mm-hmm. just having the lamp later on when they released the VHS and and uh, other versions of it. Even just like as soon as it was getting hugely popular, they put the genie, they put they like crammed all the characters onto the poster. <laughs> but early on it was very um very modest in what they yeah. were trying to give away. Hmm, they were, it kind of it looked darker. It made it look Aladdin look scary, a little scary, which I like. Yeah. Well, let's um let's go. I'm in. Okay, me too. From Walt Disney Pictures, don't miss the best-reviewed movie of the year, Aladdin. It's magnificent, an absolute knockout, and Time Magazine says you have to see it twice. Yes! Aladdin, rated G, now playing at a theater near you. Okay, well, we saw it once, but (laughs) (laughs) it was exhilarating. This is probably not our first time watching the movie overall, but (laughs) it's been a while. So did this feel like a brand new world? Or a, a whole that, a is, whole new world, <laughs> a whole new world, or did it immediately come flooding back to you? Did it crumble? Um, it was. I mean, I remember the majority of it. I watched it a lot as a kid. Um, but I haven't seen it probably in over ten years, and it's still very good. Yeah. <laughs> so it held up really well. Um, and obviously Robin Williams is incredible. Still, like he was so good in it. Yeah, it's it, the movie feels like it turns a corner when he shows up. Like we get some fun, like backstory with, or we get introduced to Aladdin's character as he's like stealing uh, bread just to you know survive and and feed himself. He's poor and and kind of living with his monkey friend on in an abandoned, Abu. really cool building. Abu. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everyone has an animal cohort yep. it's the secret one of the secret uh formulas for disney success is personification of animals and having <laughs> like works. an animal sidekick totally works um unless you're iago the super annoying parrot i know that's what they're going for but yeah. gilbert, gilbert godfrey voice is tough yeah <laughs> yeah so we get we get introduced to aladdin we get introduced to jasmine um not to get too deep right off the bat here but the themes of this movie aren't like that complicated but they are pretty well done in the sense like they're experiencing the same dissatisfaction and feeling of uh being trapped even yeah. though they're on opposite ends of the social spectrum and economic spectrum he's dirt poor she is um as rich and privileged as you can get um in superficial ways mm-hmm. but she has no control um because of the culture and the time period of her uh future yeah. Yeah. Is that a question? Just kidding. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nope. Just a just a pause for you to talk. <laughs> but no, I mean, how did you like the before we talk about Robin Williams? Like, uh, I just thought that they just, they just kind of like thrust you into the movie, and it's off to the races, and you're learning about the characters, but being entertained at the same time. And it was also my favorite Sega game. So yeah, they, it, I'm a huge Aladdin fan. <laughs> It feels like a video game. Maybe mm-hmm. all the movies do. There's definitely we had the Lion King video game as well when you're yep. you're out running the the boulders or whatever. Or I get no the, the stampede. stampede of animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh so this movie when it's basically Aladdin jumping off of um rooftops 
and sliding down things and using makeshift parachutes and yep. just like <laughs> he's on a um platformer style adventure mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> straight out of a video game and uh what did you think i mean and then they introduced jafar like super pretty, villain yeah he's a really effective villain they basically he's really introduced dark him. for disney too i mean i guess disney has yeah. like some darker characters but he's a, one of the darker ones i feel like like he says yeah. things like, like i'm gonna slit his throat like really dark <laughs> stuff i was like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. <laughs> and he sacrifices someone right off the bat mm-hmm. we learn that he's after some kind of artifact i guess maybe they say that uh, the lamp right up right off the bat so mm-hmm. we know what's important and i thought it was a little so why is aladdin the one who can uh procure the lamp he has the purest heart or something like that like he sees it in the vision okay jafar when he gets like the diamond ring from the salt or from the sultan okay right and we learn and we even see that demonstrated because after he goes through great lengths and almost dies um dozens of times trying to Mm -hmm take a loaf of bread they're about to eat it uh, him and abu are starting to eat it and they see some uh starving children and they they both yeah. hand over there as jamie pointed out uh maybe she'll be joining us uh she said the bread looked just positively delicious on, on screen <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> but they still hand it over to the the hungry kids yeah yeah it's, it's like yeah purest heart or truest heart or something like that and it's Aladdin. Yet when he goes to that 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 holds up when they go. So they send Aladdin and Abu is with him everywhere he goes. Jafar mm-hmm. uh, takes him to the mouth of the <laughs> uh, the cave or where the like the sand cave, cave mystical of wonders. cave of wonders, which is just lined wall to wall with gold and jewels, and Aladdin is sticking. Um, adhering to the warning not to take anything other than the lamp but Abu gets hypnotized by a giant ruby yeah it's huge and he's a monkey and he steals everything so he tried his best yeah (laughs) I know it's almost like he's not even making uh, a conscious decision you see his eyes have been uh, taken over yeah And it's understandable. He's an animal. Um, he's got slightly less, even though the animals seem very human-like, mm-hmm. if slightly less self-control, perhaps, yeah. than a human. <laughs> and there's plenty of humans that would, everyone else that's gone before has immediately stolen something, we can presume, mm-hmm. and then uh, gets trapped in yep. the Cave of Wonders. For 10,000 years, no one's stolen the lamp successfully or something. Right. And the genie hasn't been released for that long. That's where we meet the magic carpet. Yes, my favorite. Well, almost my favorite. Abu's my favorite. Second favorite character is the carpet. Yeah. <laughs> Abu's your favorite. Okay. Wow. Maybe yeah. we should do a quick uh, choose your character for this episode. Okay. So well, go Abu. Abu? <laughs> why, yeah. why so? He has cute little noises and he's always trying to help. And I just love him. And when he stuffs his cheek, it's really adorable. So he's just really cute. Yeah. He's a really good friend to Aladdin. So, yeah, I mean, they're inseparable. He saves his life on regular occasions. Yeah. <laughs> they, they just make a perfect team. Abu gets a little jealous when Aladdin starts falling for Jasmine mm-hmm. and feels, you know, like they're, they're uh, one-on-one bond might be threatened. 
a little bit, but it seems to it seems like things are going to work out for the the trio going forward. Who knows? Which, Who's your um, favorite character? Yeah, I'm I'm probably going to say another animal companion in uh, Raja Jasmine. Oh yeah, Tiger. Raja's sweet. Yeah, has kind of like a um, sleepy older man voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but is like deeply bonded to her and i thought it was weird i mean i guess because she was well no he could have climbed the tree she didn't she could have brought raja with her when she sneaks when she first sneaks out of the kingdom why because everyone have noticed maybe that's maybe that's why not very like you're walking around (laughs) with like a 500 pound tiger that's like perfectly trained with you i'm pretty sure people would be like um (laughs) yeah okay well um how do you think raja and abu will get along when we're hanging out in the future, Raja will murder Abu. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I, he didn't demonstrate anything. In the, well, no, he bit that one guy's butt off. Yeah. Well, not so. off. He just bit his boxers, but probably bit his butt off. Didn't you? Wasn't there blood? No. There, I thought I saw red, like red some boxers. Red, it was like know, red okay. heart boxers or something. I thought he broke the skin, but <laughs> that seems unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Um, we should mention that Jasmine is being. Uh, offered up to countless suitors. There's some kind of law that requires a princess to be married to a prince by what age is she? I feel like it was pretty young, like 16 or 18 or something. Yeah, I would like to say 18, 18, but who knows? Um, (laughs) Yeah. Late teens, uh, mid to late teens. And not only is she not impressed by any of the suitors, she's just completely disillusioned by the whole uh, concept that she doesn't Mm -hmm. get to choose her husband she her father find, she wants to find her true love yes and true love she may may perhaps find mm-hmm. what did you think of her father like her father's responsibility in the whole the whole situation i mean he's kind of a pushover but yeah. and he just grew up i mean that's just like th- tradition it's like you just have to find a prince to marry he found his, her mom and that's just how it works so in his eyes, it's like it's always been done this way. This is how it's going to be done. But he's not strict. He's really like lovable, um, right? But the problem is he's a pushover to Jafar yeah. as well, and Jafar goes one step further and like hypnotizes him with a snake staff. Yeah. So even like yeah, I think um, her father would be fine, like just kind of letting things slide or dragging things out. But Jafar mm-hmm. has his own. Uh, ideas about he wants to take over the throne and become sultan so he can either do that by um trying to get uh, trying to make the father choose him as the suitor for jasmine or just like eliminate them from the picture however yeah and even the dad was like you're so but you're so old and he was sanitized (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah the dad really does try to break out of it but he's uh, not strong-willed enough to yeah get over the the uh, hypnotism. I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce uh, Robin Williams as genie character yes. in the only way that is appropriate. Who saw? You got to do is rub that lamp. And I'll say, Mister Alonzo, what will your pleasure be? Let me take your order, jot it down. You ain't never been like me. Life <laughs> is your restaurant, and I'm your melody. Come on, whisper what it is you want. You ain't never had a friend like me. Yes, sir. We pride ourselves on service. You're the boss, <laughs> the king, the shah. Okay, I could listen 
through the whole song. I know. I was like, you can just keep playing it. That's not yeah. that long. What do you want to say about Jeannie and Robin Williams' performance? I mean, he's incredible. I don't know. He's probably... I mean, I, Abu is great. That's still going to be my favorite. But Robin Williams is just... I don't know. He's a treasure. It's a showcase for all the impressions he wants to do, for um, sound effects that he can make. He's just like cycling through a million different characters over the course of a couple minute song. And because it's a cartoon, they can, you know, physically change the character frequently. And it's just a wild um, sequence of events that, that the movie takes us on. It turns from a relative, I mean, like a relatively realistic (laughs) and in like the presentation of events uh, Mm -hmm. movie until the genie shows up and then it goes full on like surrealism and the yeah. visuals are just uh bonkers. The carpet ride was crazy. Yeah. I kind of forgot. I was like this is going so fast. Like <laughs> is it, you, do you mean when he's trying to escape from mm-hmm. the, the the cave before it collapses? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Probably... and then oh. oh. I was just going to ask you like what's the basic can you explain the basic relationship that the genie offers up in terms of you know three wishes like what's what's the it. deal <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh the genie gives aladdin three wishes but he can't there's a couple guidelines so he can't make a person fall in love with him he can't bring a person back from the dead and that's all i remember is there a third one i was waiting for them to say you can't wish for more wishes oh maybe that was the first one that was the first one because you, you get three wishes and that's it okay so those are the three guidelines for the three wishes. But other than that, he can do whatever he wants. And, and he so- can he can do stuff for Aladdin. I mean, maybe they just accidentally break this rule at the at the start. He didn't have to use a wish to get out of the cave. No, he was supposed to. He thought the genie thought he told he wished for it. That's why he brought him out in the cave. He tricked him. Oh, so that didn't count. No, because Aladdin and Abu had this whole like thing to be like, oh, you're so powerful and so mighty. Right. And then he was like, see, I did it. What wish one? They're like, no, I still have three wishes. <laughs> so they tricked him. <laughs> oh, well, they found a loophole right off the bat. Yeah. What's... How, I was going to say, how many people do you think he, Robin Williams impersonated? Do you yeah. know the answer to this? I do. Um, I'm going to say like actual people or just characters? Characters. Okay. I'm going to say 45. 52 Ooh, characters. That's pretty close. 14 or, 14 or 16 of them are people. But the rest are just like There's an Arnold. I don't even. I don't even know. I think like an Al Pacino it. or something. Yeah. He's like, tell me something you can. I don't know. Yeah. yeah it's just wild. <laughs> but anyway, what were you gonna ask? Um, what was I gonna ask? Oh, the Cave of Wonders, um, Three Wishes. Yeah. So the genie, much like Aladdin and Jasmine, is also uh, trapped in his circumstance. Yeah. So there's another character that is on kind of the same arc and journey as them except he's been on this journey for um 10,000 years in this latest stint but <laughs> before that Jeez. god knows how long mm-hmm. uh, how many other 10,000 or thousands of year uh stints he spent and no and, one's ever wished him free yeah and that's the only only way for him to uh get out of his genie servitude is for the the person to use one of their own very powerful wishes Yep. on the genie basically and aladdin promises that he's gonna do that at first and then he takes it back yeah 
Yeah. So what did you think? So that one of the themes of this movie is, you know, maybe you're pure at heart until you get uh, all this extra power and that, mm-hmm. that corrupts a lot of people. Jafar was already corrupted, but once he gets the power, he's obviously going to take it to an extreme. It's much more um, complicated with Aladdin, but mm-hmm. I was pretty frustrated with his arc and dishonesty with Jasmine once he like his wish was to be a prince yeah so that he would be eligible to marry her but they had already met and so he had to like pretend and then she recognized him and he could have been like yeah it's me this is what happened right yeah he just just digs his whole I know I know it's 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 a complete romance um or rom-com uh coincidence not coincidence um convenience where they have to manufacture some sort of drama and it's it's not like unbelievable that he would do that it was just frustrating maybe that's the point yeah it was very frustrating because he was just such a a sweet kid and all of a sudden you're like wait he's a total jerk right now like what's happening but then he takes her on the magic carpet ride and all is forgiven while he's lying to her the whole time. Oh, that's right. He, yeah. Not he, all is forgiven until Jafar points it out and says, like, by the way, this is not the prince. And she's like, oh, you liar. Yeah. But it's pretty quickly forgiven. <laughs> oh, very, that. very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that I needed that to to drag out. What's also confusing a tiny bit plot wise is how can Aladdin still has like two wishes left and then he loses the lamp to Jafar and just like starts over with Jafar or how does that work? Yeah, I guess it just starts over. I don't know if he still has his wishes or if someone like can steal it and then like he doesn't get wishes again. Yeah, does he end up getting any back when he I guess he wishes the genie free at one point. No, he doesn't because Jafar wishes that he was the most powerful creature in the world. And that's the genie, right? Yes. Okay. And then they put him in the in the bottle. Hello, mystery caller. Hi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself with a song? Uh, yes. <laughs> no. What? No. Okay. Yeah. I was that like, was, go that, ahead. That was a lot to ask. Yeah. Um, who's who's there? Uh, hi, it's me, Jamie. It's me. <laughs> It's me, Jamie. Welcome to the podcast. I already mentioned. Yep, you're welcome. Um, I already mentioned how appetizing the bread looked to you <laughs> at the beginning of the movie. Any other thoughts on Aladdin? Okay, good. 1992. Uh, nope, that's it. Glad <laughs> I was here. See you later. For having me. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the third wish. I heard like a snippet of that last bit. The third wish, Aladdin's third wish was to wish the genie free, right? That's why I was confused. I didn't know if that was his wish or if Jafar wished to be the most powerful thing in the world. And that was the genie. Cause he was like, yeah, don't you want to be as powerful as him? And I thought, yeah, that definitely happened. That's how they Um, trap him. But that was, yeah, exactly. They trap him that way. I think there can be more than one genie. That's correct. Yeah. Cause he had like the darker black lamp or whatever. Yeah. So he created his own, genie nightmare because he wished for it and then aladdin uses his third wish on freeing that's the genie. right thank that you that makes sense that doesn't it doesn't fully explain like how the transferability of wishes works so aladdin had used one and then when jafar got it it just the the clock reset to three for 
for the next holder of the lamp. Is that your understanding, Jamie? Yeah, I think every person gets three wishes. So Aladdin had used two at that point. So he used oh, okay. his last wish yeah. on freeing the genie. But also my thing is that mm-hmm. technically his second wish is to be a prince, right? So no, that was even... his first wish. I think that was his second because he had to wish his way out of the cave first, right? We, Drew and I oh, talked about this. He did Actually, he did not have to wish his way out of the oh, cave. Oh, no, he, he tricked, tricked him. him. You're right. Yeah. He tricked yeah. him. Yep. Um, but he uses genie makes him pretend to use his second wish on saving him from drowning underwater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that counts as his second wish. For sure. Um, <laughs> he, but he still, he still is a prince. He wishes to be a prince. And then at the end of the movie, he's no longer a prince because everyone realizes he's not a prince, but I don't understand why he's still not a prince. I know. You know? Like what did the wish, the wish yeah. was a makeover as far as I yeah, exactly. Tell. It was giving Which him new clothes, kind of... entourage, camels. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to think, like, maybe there's... um. Well, he said... Because at one point he said that he didn't want the genie to be free because then it would take away from, like, he can't do his, the magical... The magic around being a prince without the genie. So it was That's truly true, a makeover without the genie, but with the genie still involved and not free, then he would have been, like, more of a prince forever. Right. Well, right. If yeah, that's fair. That then he would have to stay for his third wish to re become a prince. Yes, just yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, (laughs) he was abusing the genies. Kind of like they had a pretty um, good relationship at first, and then once uh, Aladdin starts getting a little power hungry, that's Mm -hmm. when he doesn't want to give up all the other special benefits that come along with having a genie slave that you can get like free magic it's not you can't get free wishes but you can get all these other special perks um so he didn't want to relinquish those and and yeah like you said basically go back to being a normal genieless person but yeah did you did jamie um did you um find this movie like came flooding back to you when you when you started watching it you know what's your relationship with the this movie growing up versus versus now oh well this was definitely one of my favorite disney movies growing up like same straight up top three i think Mm -hmm. um it just was so cool (laughs) um also uh the soundtrack is amazing bangers only when we re-listened to the soundtrack the other day i like those words <laughs> to those songs definitely came flooding back and i was yeah. in the same moves um, of course yeah of course i memorized the moves like it's just a <laughs> it's muscle memory you know yeah. um no i i love this movie it's so good and then i rewatched most of it some of it today um and it's just it's i think it i mean aside from its weird stuff the stuff that everyone knows is weird it's yeah. it holds up really well like it's funny it's smart it's charming it's beautifully drawn like yep. mm-hmm. it's uh yeah it's a wonderful wonderful movie and i love it yeah me too yeah i was the the color palette that this um arabian setting uh provides is like these uh beautiful orange sandy tones mixed with with blues and like the colors were just so vibrant maybe I was used to watching it on VHS or on older technology or something, but watching it in a brand new 1992 theater 
Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it the quality really, was impeccable. <laughs> I, I was I was amazed by like just the the vibrancy of the colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a different color palette too than most Disney movies. I feel like it's just like darker mm-hmm. in tone in general, and it's very like rich versus yep, yep. like the lights and the primary style colors that I feel like exists in a lot of a lot of Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Were were we all rooting for Aladdin and Jasmine? I mean, I was just talking to Ashley before you got on about how I was slightly disappointed how quickly he went from pure at heart to a little bit power hungry and lied to her and perpet and kind of dug himself deeper into the the hole that being a fake prince forced him into. <laughs> but I mean, that's pretty normal kid stuff. Um, whatever age <laughs> these crazy kids are. Um, <laughs> But were we, were we, and, and you and I were talking about like, this one's a little steamier and a little more romantic than other Disney movies. Yeah, so they kind of make we, out. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is a horny movie. Yeah. Like yeah. straight up. We don't have to beat around the bush. Um, yeah. So w- were we here for it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, definitely. Oh, the horniness or the character? Well, that's arc? two different questions. I mean, yeah. yeah. I was, like, I was yeah. here for the characters getting together. Okay, yeah, well, I, I thought too. you were going to say the horniness. <laughs> <laughs> also the horniness. I'm okay with that too. Why not? Yeah, um, yeah no, because he was, he had a hard life, you know, and mm-hmm. obviously one of your first big, like a huge change in your life is going to lead to some personality choices where you might not make the right ones. Also money is corrupting. Everyone knows that money and power corrupts, but he yeah. bounced back almost immediately, pretty quickly. And came back to himself and in the end freed the genie and stopped lying to everyone and was just like yeah this Mm -hmm. is who i am i'm a street rat and he used his smarts to you know save the day so but he still couldn't marry the princess i'm just kidding (laughs) he doesn't get married to jazz they don't get married until the third movie which is wild oh there's three of them yeah this is breaking news but there are three aladdin movies did you guys not know that I have no. all three on VHS. No big deal. I've only seen the first one. <laughs> uh, the second two aren't great, you know, as most. I think they they pretty much all the Disney movies have sequels. It's just they don't treat them the same way as the like they're not like uh, Toy Story being an exception where they were marketed just like huge events. A lot of the other movies have sequels that they just um, would release direct to video or now direct to streaming. So I think Aladdin falls yeah. in the, the second category where it did not get released in the theaters, as far as I know. No. Yeah, I feel like that definitely... It Maybe it started with Aladdin? I don't know. Some of the older Disney movies also got sequels, but not until like 20 years later, like Cinderella. Um, but I feel like a... And like Lion King came after too, but then the second one didn't come long after that anyway um yeah aladdin i feel like had a had a good run a good era mm-hmm. for sure definitely um what's um did you have a favorite animal sidekick in the movie or just character in general ashley and i uh picked our favorites so i was curious if you had one hmm. um well obviously i love raja the tiger That's, that <laughs> was mine the <laughs> OG Tiger King. Yep. Uh, and then I also really like the carpet because the carpet is sweet. And That's my second one. Always, 
yeah, trying to help everyone. Um, I mean, I can't not say Abu Ray because he's just sassy. Although he does start the trouble that kind yes. of yeah, uh, but sets the whole plot into motion. So he's right. delu- he's delusional, like deranged. He loses like all control over his his physical functioning. Like because well, even yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> understandable. <laughs> Boo is my favorite, and then it was the carpet. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about yeah. Jasmine in this 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 wave of um, borderline empowering female. Uh, I shouldn't even say borderline. This is a pretty um, empowering female portrayal of, of a princess by '90s standards and mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. Love her. Yeah, she escapes on her. She's like, I got to get out of here. I don't want to marry someone I'm not mm-hmm. supposed to marry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. She marries well, so the team in the end. She like goes full James Bond and uh, seduces Jafar for oh, the yeah. team in order to get the lamp back in the right place. And then they all screw it up by taking their sweet time. I know. She does great, though. She's mm-hmm. great. She even She's has smart. to kiss Jafar. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't need Which that. Which is a lot. Yeah, yeah that is, is a lot. lot. She's a really good that actor. Like... I mean, the character is really, really good at performances because in the mark and when she sneaks out of the the house mm-hmm. and Aladdin is like, she oh, she thinks a monkey is a doctor. Yeah. 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 Yep. She's like, oh, hello, time for my I mean, appointment. She, she lays it on a little uh, thick. She thinks the camel <laughs> is the doctor. She oh, thinks yeah. the is the sultan. Come on. Oh, yep. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's straight. Important, important correction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just but wanted yeah, no, to mention she that. She handles she's... herself well. She's a quick mm-hmm. learner, as she says. Yeah. Despite being like uh, sheltered, we don't get like the, there's definitely a second wave or third or fourth wave of princesses that are trying to be one of the boys and um, maybe a certain favorite movie of yours. They're trying to be warriors. They're, do you see them doing like training and stuff? We don't really see her doing anything. Um, I mean, like she doesn't even have siblings, right? No, no, it's just her. Yeah. It's kind of sad. She's just, she's like, just at the palace by herself, just hanging out with her tiger. Yeah. Yeah. Also, her dad is like really old. Like he feels too yeah. old for yeah. to be her dad. Like they're like teenagers, right? They're pretty young, and mm-hmm. he is a full grandpa. Yeah, I mean, so he just has a yeah. I don't know, He's so giant cute, white beard. He's so cute. I definitely agree. He just feels more like a like a grandpa character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Everyone in the movie is pretty like interesting and, and sweet in their own way except for Jafar of course and Iago it's like I don't know it it seems to go out of its way to make you care about all these all these characters and obviously that's <laughs> that's what you want and that's why I asked if we were rooting for their relationship because if we're not rooting for them I mean I guess we're rooting against Jafar yeah, that's that's pretty simple or, or pretty straightforward. But I think like the the will they won't they that apparently goes on for two more movies is <laughs> uh, interesting thing to to hook you. I'm into actually the story. yeah, I'm actually uh, going reversing my it's crazy they get married in the third movie it's actually dope that they get married in the third movie they go three movies without being (laughs) married 
in like a Disney movies historically, like they use the end of the movie is the wedding. Like that's yeah. the whole thing usually. Like it's rare that it's the other way. And so now I fully appreciate it and I'm on board. <laughs> yeah. What do they do in the second one? Get like jobs or something? Uh nope. They, they the have <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um I feel like it's about Aladdin getting used to being a prince and then Jafar mm. comes back, but I don't remember the actual story. Mm. Well, and then the enough. third one is Aladdin and the King of Thieves, where um, the 40 thieves come into play and Aladdin's dad also comes back into the picture. Oh, interesting. Yeah, intriguing. Yes. His dad was hot, too. I was saying, I bet he was a stud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a total silver fox. <laughs> that's so a, that's that. the, other, the other thing that's interesting about this movie is we, yeah, they don't over explain much of the like his backstory or anything you learn everything you need to know about his character through action at the beginning of the movie that he's poor yeah literally the first song mm-hmm. yeah well i guess that's of... the other cheat code is yeah. in these songs yeah, yeah. <laughs> um one of the side characters during that first um number where he's running away from the guards because he stole the loaf of bread the delicious delicious looking bread um, <laughs> one of the side characters is literally like he would be better he would be a better person if he had parents, but they're dead, essentially, yeah. is what it boils down to, which yeah. is so crazy. What a wild thing to just yell at someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's aggressive. Um, what's your favorite song in the movie? I think the first one, to be honest. Yeah, I love that song, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a... Oh, Arabian Nights. Sweet... No, I mean the second oh. song, I guess. Oh, yeah, the one where he's escaping. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that one. The action the song, one. not Arabian yeah. Nights. <laughs> I can't believe y'all even got it. <laughs> well, I thought you were trying to do a whole new world at first. I was like, I feel like that's wrong. <laughs> so. Yeah, pretty I would. Good, pretty I, good. I, I, I was saying earlier, the whole movie kind of like shifts and turns everything up several notches when the genie gets introduced. And that's just like a virtuosic song and performance debut or, you know, like debut in the movie. Um, so that's where I like got super hooked into the movie as an adult. Um, but I was the, the like street chase scene right off the bat is also so like engaging as well. The music helps Mm -hmm. and just like how fast paced everything is, is, uh, just a great way to start a movie and like set up the character at the same time. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we are going to move on. Do you want to join us for Rank the Blank or do you want to submit your um, favorite 90s Disney animated movie and um, say your farewells? <laughs> <laughs> I will probably do that just because okay. I should probably uh, do a little bit of work that I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> can you just can you text Drew instead of saying it? So that's a surprise to me. Ooh, yes, I will do that. Cool. Perfect. Sweet. Thank All you right. for Thank joining. Thank you guys for having me on. Yes, I you love needed this an expert. And I'm uh, very excited that I got to be a part of it. Thanks, James. Have a good weekend. All right. See you soon. Thank you, you too. Bye. 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 Actually, oh, she loves us... Disney movies, huh? Yeah. 
<laughs> I was yeah, like, oh, there's was, three Aladdins. I had no idea. <laughs> that was very helpful. Well, I, I knew they did that with a lot of the movies. It's just like they're like so m- several tiers. Like kids don't care. I hear like parents of kids talking about how their kids will just watch the fourth um, Lion King movie. And it's like no one even knows there are that many movies, but kids don't see any difference between the, <laughs> yeah. the first one and the new one. So, but I mean, at a certain age, um, I'm not saying that is Jamie's <laughs> relationship with it. Um, I have no idea about the quality of the second two Aladdin movies, but it was good to have someone that was obsessed with these movies more than I might have been growing up. You touched on it right at the beginning uh, that we that you watched this movie a lot growing up. I I, I feel like I think we'll I watched this it. one the, the most, almost okay. the most. Yeah. We'll talk about it more in the next segment, but like, I just didn't watch. I must have these the early '90s, mid '90s. I was just such like um, a self-conscious, non like trying to be cool, and I probably just just didn't rewatch these movies for whatever reason. I I, I don't know. I used I to have, have Bar- a... I had Aladdin, Jasmine, Barbie dolls, like yeah. legit size Barbie dolls I'd play with all the time. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched a ton of. Cartoons, Spider-Man show, Ninja Turtles, um, He-Man, He-Man, of course. So it wasn't like a cartoon thing or an animated thing. I just I don't remember rewatching these Disney movies over and over and over. Like you hear a lot of people talking about memorizing them. So anyway, I'm glad we have some super passionate people to share their love for this really important and groundbreaking um genre of film and and studio of filmmaking that went from 2d animation to uh, experimenting with 3d Uh, and obviously toy story was a huge hit but Mm -hmm. maybe lost some of the magic of what is on display in a movie like aladdin when they kind of made that shift. So yeah. we can talk about that more. Ashley, since um, this was such a musical movie, I'm sure you have a poem no. for us. Oh, oops. I messaged you. I don't have one. I know. I saw that. <laughs> I thought you might have. Um, I don't. I should. Well, depending on the movie next week, maybe I'll have a double poem feature and I'll have a, a little baby Aladdin song. Oh, okay. You can probably work that into next week's movie, I would say. Okay, cool. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's it for the first part of our discussion of Aladdin. We'll give a little recap of the reaction to the movie soon. But before we do that, we are going to play our favorite segment of the week. A little something we call Rank the Blank. Woo-woo. And this is where we pay the bills. We get fake sponsors, obviously, um, <laughs> to gives us tons of real money and support the server costs and the promotional fees that people like Jamie demand for every appearance. And um, anyway, thank you to Earthlink this week. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It's the hamster dance. Yeah, I was like, why do I know this? The way you live, (laughs) the way you work, the way you learn. Not to mention the way you annoy the heck out of the person in the next cubicle. It's what? Your so is it? Is there a hamster in a cubicle? 
Earthling can sprint or internet. There's a person watching these dancing rows oh, and okay. rows of hamsters on a computer with that song. It was a viral sensation when things were just starting to go viral. Our sponsor um, comes from the year 2000. So everyone listening in 1992. Oh, no. And everyone listening in 2022. Good luck signing up for Earthlink. But if you're <laughs> listening in the year 2000, you should hop on the high speed uh, internet bandwagon and sign up for Earthlink. Anyway, um, rank the blank <laughs> is where we pick a topic. Inspired. Thought, it sounded like you're saying it for another commercial. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh, <laughs> well, we got two. No, um, we pick a topic inspired by the week's movie and rank our personal favorites. Obvious topic this week is going to be 90s animated Disney yes. movies. We have a complete list here. We don't have to go through all of them. What is this? One, two, three. I'll go through a couple of them and the ones that maybe leave out the one that I might. I think you might have chose. 18. I haven't picked yet. 18 okay. Disney movies came out in the 90s, according to my research some of them are the huge hits everyone knows and some of them i had forgotten about <laughs> i'll rattle a couple of them off that you probably forgot about um tarzan fantasia 2000 mm-hmm. the hunchback of notre dame toy story one and two um nightmare before christmas Derek would probably pick that one um the muppet christmas carol and the rescuers down under Ooh, nice accent there. So Aladdin 2, directed by Guy Ritchie, comes out in 2025. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) I was trying to figure out when the... So they're making a sequel to the Will Smith Aladdin, I guess. Oh, okay. Aladdin 2 original. I was just curious, like... When the actual okay. next one came out. This didn't make my list. I wonder if like there's it's distributed by Walt Disney, produced by Walt Disney. Okay, so this is not a complete list that I have compiled here because it okay. doesn't it's... have the Aladdin sequels. This was this was tough for me. I really wanted to pick something obscure that I have like a strong personal connection to. Uh like I was like I I was saying, I mean, maybe like a Doug first movie. Did you say that one? I didn't say that one. Oh, I haven't. I don't know if I've seen that, but I really like the, the show. Yeah, if it was the show, I mean, I would pick that for sure. I don't really remember whether I watched the movie or not, <laughs> but I'm probably going to go. I'm going to let you go first. Okay. And then I'm going to go with a really obvious one if you don't pick it. Okay. Well, since the movie is nominated, since that's what we watched, so Aladdin's already up. Um, so I can't pick Aladdin because I wasn't to pick Aladdin as mine. Um, okay. Well, that's that's bodes well for Aladdin's chances. But I'm not going to pick the same movie. No, I know. I just mean you're going to. Oh, yeah. Be an advocate for it. Um, So I am going to pick Beauty and the Beast as mine. It's a wonderful story. It's beautiful. It's really cool. I like all the characters in it. Um, Everything comes to life. I don't know. It's just a really good story. So uh, that is the one I'm going with. And Excellent Belle choice. is the best. She's super smart. She's pretty. She has everything going on. And then she gets yeah, trapped. It's, it's got really memorable characters. The the candlestick, the teacups. Yeah, the teacups. <laughs> oh, the one chip. The one with the chip in it. <laughs> is this one more? This maybe is. It's a year earlier. 
this Gladden might have been a little bit of a turning point with empowering the the female lead a bit more like was bell more helpless or i can't really remember no she wasn't helpless i mean the first well i think one of the first songs was like gaston chasing after her being like i'm not interested i just want to read books and like hang out without you and mm-hmm. then she goes to help her father and that's how she gets trapped she like goes to save him so i think she's like pretty independent but she oh, just gets right. trapped yeah. yeah yeah okay but she's cool. yeah very empowered as well so i mean cool. Speaking of like a darker tone, this movie is almost like scary when you're a kid. It is. And like that's the what wolves they want it to stuff, be. Going to attack yeah. your dad. Yeah. Very scary. The wolves and they want you to be like actually scared of the, you know, they want to make the beast convince at first convincingly like threatening yeah. and, and, and um, uh, scary looking mm-hmm. so that they can contrast that with the, the sweet heart of gold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to... I, I guess I'm going to go with the most obvious one. What do you think that would Lion be? Lion King? Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like... It's a great movie. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. If there's one that I have like visceral um, personal memories of seeing in the theater, of like rewatching over and over at home, singing the songs, Akuna Matata, just taking over the, the, the world, mm-hmm. and imagery from the movie, raising Simba into the air, the like African drum beats i mean it's just this is the movie i feel like i have um like physical memories of most of the other ones are kind of like absorbed through Mm -hmm. pop culture this one i feel like i took in firsthand like everyone yeah (laughs) not special um and you know toy story i remember watching at the dentist um there's some others that certainly i have random memories with but I really liked Mulan as well. That's up there. That's like my top. Yeah. One of my well, we might have that represented in a oh, second. Oh, nice. Okay. this blacked out choice that I have here. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm going to go with The Lion King. It probably doesn't. I probably don't need to over explain it. I will ask real quick since both The Lion King and Aladdin have been remade in this sort of like um, mm. computer generated, but realistic, partially computer generated for the animals. Was it the Jungle Book, the first one? The Jungle Book, yeah. Yeah. Did they do The Lion King? They did. Okay. I haven't seen any of these like new um, remakes with a mix of live action and computer effects. Have you? So I've seen Aladdin and The Jungle Book, but I haven't seen The Lion King. Oh, my God. What? Well, I can't. I mean, we I I wanted to talk about the Aladdin remake or um, reproduction and um compared to the original <laughs> so <laughs> i didn't know but i didn't know any of us had seen it oh yeah i've seen it um the original is so much better i mean the yeah. remake is fine it's still really good you can't compete with robin williams for genie you just can't and the cartoon or the anime movie is just so good so that one's better the jungle book actually was a very good movie so i'd recommend people seeing that um yeah and then well, the lion king i never saw okay one, so They've been huge hits in theaters. I mean, that's not hugely surprising. People like things that they already like. Yeah. <laughs> but they have been the the technology that Jean Favreau directed the Jungle Book one, at least, maybe others. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a precursor to what they were going to do on The Mandalorian, where they film a lot of it on sound stages. But the actors are kind of, this is the way I understand it, if they're doing it like Mandalorian, they have really high quality um 
screens everywhere so they are seeing like a real environment and they're filming like they're filming a a digital um like environment in real time so it feels like they're there more so than it's not just a green screen there Mm, that they have to that they have to add later so anyway i've heard that technologically uh the jungle book was a big achievement and then it made a surprising amount of money it's less surprising that aladdin and lion king made money but the jungle book doesn't have quite the same mm-hmm. cultural cachet as far as i would have would have guessed Ooh, cultural cachet eh? cultural cachet <laughs> yay so for jamie's choice she's gonna go with mulan um, oh I nice knew- it's a great oh man the movie's so good yeah i knew that would be her answer um it's um, i mean i i can't really give her full explanation speaking of remakes we have watched we've watched this one together it was my first time seeing it um oh so i hadn't seen this did you watch this when you were a kid yeah but it makes sense because when it came out you were 14 so you're not gonna be watching mulan yeah i mean i it, it could have happened at some point and and it just just never did um so I think just kind of like yet again, Disney, hopefully without being too exploitative, you showcasing like another um, culture to American audiences. Uh, Jamie connected with seeing that. And then um, it uh, affords like a completely different setting. Uh, Mushu, is that the dragon's name? Yes. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Eddie Murphy playing Mushu is a delight. And the soundtrack's really good. Christina Aguilera sings Reflection. That's mm. one of the main reasons. Yeah. I was like, ooh, Mulan. Um, yeah, and that, that it, Be a Man song is super catchy and like one of my favorite Disney songs. Right. So that's where b- before like Tangled and and things uh, things that would come later, Mulan was straight up like dealing with this gender, these themes of gender identity. And and not, not she didn't literally want a bit to be a man. She wanted the opportunities that are afforded to men yeah. in society. So I don't mean to conflate that with <laughs> um, gender fluidity, but mm-hmm. just, just being able to pursue the, any kind of um, path. And she wanted the path of a warrior and soldier, and she was really good at it. And yeah. everyone kind of could tell but they just wouldn't accept you know that that was an an appropriate option for her and her dad was called to fight and he was super old and brittle and couldn't do it so she went to his place yes under in disguise classic like ladybugs scenario yeah oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) i hope we watch that movie (laughs) yeah we'll get there eventually um yeah so that's mulan um i'm gonna pick nightmare before christmas for Derek. oh for sure that comes up a lot um he might have picked i wouldn't have been surprised if he went with something like lion king as as well Mm -hmm. but yeah this is gonna be tough these are some heavy hitters and i don't know how we want to do this ashley what what's the criteria for ranking these how about um, personal significance personal significance you remember the songs, makes you the happiest, the visuals, um, okay. maybe the actors doing the voices. So just or best. Something. <laughs> it's the best one. Um, oh, man. I don't even know. I mean, Aladdin was going to be my number one anyway, so I'm going to just stick with Aladdin for my like favorite mm-hmm. out of these. Um, but When's then... the last time you watched any of the other ones? 
It's been a long time. Yeah. I think I watched Nightmare Before Christmas a few years ago, but other than that, it's been probably I mean, 10 years, 15 it's, years. It's, people watch, we our whole podcast is borderline dedicated to watching things that, that uh, we were obsessed with as kids. But unless you have kids or have our, our rounds like um, family uh, or friends that with kids, you're probably not watching these movies over and over, even for a nostalgic fix. This is mm-hmm. the first time we've watched an animated movie, period, for the podcast. Yeah. We haven't been avoiding them. It's just, um, it'd probably be weird if you were watching The Lion King over and over, but maybe not. I, yeah, I, I don't, don't think know. it would. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. it would be unusual. <laughs> let me put it that yeah. way. I don't know of people without kids that are revisiting these movies that frequently. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah, like a either. film, you know, like film snobs or like film obsessives. Like they're not going back. They're going back through and watching um, serious movies. Yeah. Oh man. So would you? I mean, I still think Aladdin should win. But okay, so what? Oh, I think it can come down to Aladdin and Lion King, our namesake. Yeah, I'm good with that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I didn't decide between the two. I just mean, I think those are clearly a top two. Beauty and the Beast? No? No, I mean, I think the Lion King was just... Lion King's pretty amazing. Like a phenomenon. And uh, like I already said, I have much... I have like memories of that i can i can feel in my Man, bones i did love mulan and every time i think about it, it makes okay i would say then aladdin lion king mulan beauty and the beast and then nightmare before christmas okay um well that i i mostly agree with that or unequivocally except for why why aladdin over lion king did just this i just love the songs of... okay yeah, the songs are so good, and that's it. That's really the only. I mean, Lion King is incredible. Lion King yeah. is a little sad. I don't like the dad dying at the beginning. It's really kind of bums me out for the rest of the movie. Um, yeah, it's heavier for sure. So I prefer happier and lighter Aladdin. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's another reason I forgot about that. Lion King really sticks with you is because that's a traumatizing yeah. experience. It's super as a sad. Kid. <laughs> it's like Bambi. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta learn sometime. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I like picking Aladdin first because of the unique setting. I mean, these are all set in completely um, unusual worlds that we didn't grow mm-hmm. up in, so that would apply. But the the color palette that we talked about, the songs are undeniable. Robin Williams's performance is um, just out of this world. Yeah. And so there's probably not, I feel like the Lion King as a story is more um, Mm -hmm. meaningful, but Aladdin as like a piece of cinema. What's the story of the Lion King? Who knows? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Um, No, it's a coming of age. It's It's a coming of age story and, you know, like learning to accept responsibility and take over, you know, um, grow into the man that we all knew Simba could become fair, <laughs> just not full of hate and revenge. It's like kill bill. Um, 
except for lions, for cartoon <laughs> lions. <laughs> no, it's nothing. It's nothing like that. It's like that would have been the opposite path, as if he was just obsessed with revenge and and yeah. never learned from that. So he just goes I don't and kill, brutally kills everyone throughout the movie. <laughs> well, I, I just the stakes and everything feels more bigger in in the Lion King. I mean, like mm-hmm. all of a sudden Jafar is taking over the world for like 30 seconds in Aladdin, right. but that gets resolved pretty quickly. And I think Simba's the emotional fighting the entire time in the Lion King. Yeah. The emotional stakes in the Lion King are heavy. And that mm-hmm. could be for better or worse, like you said. Yeah. Okay. Aladdin, Lion King, Milan, Beauty and the Beast, and then Nightmare. Derek's last. last. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what he gets. Sorry, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> Can defend himself <laughs> next week. Oh man. That's another win for the movie. Woof. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Earthlink, for sponsoring <laughs> blank bl- blank the rank this week. <laughs> now back to our feature, our preacher um presentation. Oh man, it's bad. <laughs> All right. What are critics saying about this movie? I have a link here for this, but I didn't um, I didn't replace this. So we're going to have to go on your research this week. Ashley, what's the what's the oh, reaction great. to Aladdin, Ben? Positive. Uh, what's I get? <laughs> I don't it's not in. Oh, interesting. I can't find it. No, that can't be right. OK, never mind. Then I'm going to update this link. There's so many. Oh, no, I just did my own thing. Um, Everyone really loves this movie. So it got 90th percentile, over 90% for the audience and over 90% for the critics. So I imagine that your critical review will also be um, high, but you never know with these two. Oh, I'm saying I don't I don't have one. Oh, you don't have one. Okay. well, they love it. (laughs) I just I just Googled. Um. You know, I just cracked open a film encyclopedia to see what the best reviewed Disney movies were. Oh, um, but it's kind of all over the place. Okay, no, actually, so Aladdin, Pinocchio, but some of the older ones, I feel like they don't get, um, they don't update the reviews as mm-hmm. as frequently. Mm-hmm. Snow White, nineteen thirty seven, number when three. Was Pin- when was Pinocchio? Nineteen forty. Holy cow. That movie yeah. was wild. Yeah. I mean, we haven't dark. talked about at all about the legacy and history of Disney, but like th- we're talking about the thirties up until, and what's crazy is we went to see a reissue of Snow White, Yep. Um, you know, in theaters when we were like probably in the early nineties and uh, maybe mid nineties, even in a movie from 1937, because it's animated can hold up and i don't know if like we how much out of date like we even thought it was yeah i don't think i knew it was out of date yeah so. i mean certainly did wouldn't like watch any other movie from the 30s when you're seven years yeah. old <laughs> and be like wow this is awesome <laughs> um dumbo 1941 yeah dumbo uh, was cool. moana number six i've never seen that moana yeah oh it's very good you should watch it maybe tonight but um, it turns out that the highest rated Disney movie of the 90s is Aladdin. Oh, okay. There you go. So, number seven overall, Beating the Beast, 
next one from the 90s lion king third from the Mm. 90s so our list is pretty not that that's what we were going for but (laughs) we had three of the top four um are you saying we have good taste i'm saying that it's it is interesting that these have held up over time as where's nightmare before christmas yeah, haven't gotten there yet. Still scrolling, yeah, still scrolling, low. still scrolling, still scrolling. It's a, a unique movie. Not everyone's gonna like yeah. it. So, I really want to see Lilo and Stitch. That's the one I've. I've never seen it either. Yeah, Jamie's miss- roommate Meg hasn't seen it. We've been talking about watching that for a while. Um, pop quiz: When did the movie Fantasia 2000 come out? Not in 2000. In 1999. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Good job. When did the original Fantasia come out? That was near the top of the list. Because um, that one was incredible, too. To 1940. Watch. Yeah, that's... Wow. Yeah. All right. Oh, man. Okay. So how did it... How did Aladdin do in the box office? And you just talked about how everyone loved it. This is really weird. I, I haven't done a ton of research into this yet. I don't know if this was normal. It it was only in two theaters this weekend. Um, oh. We went to one of them, of course. Yeah. So they did and... like a soft release. Yeah, I, I just can't imagine that's that was normal. Um, but anyway, yeah, it was in. It had like, uh, so for context, the movie we're watching next week was a shockingly huge hit. It made thirty million dollars. I'll withhold the name for now, and it was in twenty five hundred theaters, which is an average of twelve k per theater. Um, Love Potion number nine made almost half a million in um 200 and something theaters 1500 per theater aladdin in its two theaters made 200,000 you can do the math there (laughs) um wow so uh, close to 10 times like in in the movie and number one actually made a ton of money um by average like 12k is a good average but Mm -hmm. this means i mean it was sold out (laughs) showings for for those two theaters um all day and night um for for the weekend so wow okay. it's certainly going to be gaining steam as it moves into more theaters but i am curious if that was why? a normal release or strategy or not why it was hmm. released like that yeah that's interesting okay sweet um well would you consider a new release or would you consider aladdin new release or old news this one's think? this one's a little interesting yeah uh, obviously we both i don't even know if i really said uh how much i liked it I, yeah you did I, it <laughs> I, I liked it a lot i love the songs i love the the visuals i loved just being in the in the world it didn't like as a you know late 30s adult without kids and watching it by myself um in a packed theater yada yada um <laughs> didn't lose my interest uh in any way so but like does that mean it's a new release? Like, like I'm not. It, see, I'm thrown on it too because obviously I, I love telling this other movie. adults to go back and watch this. I mean, yeah, not discourage anyone from from it, of course. <laughs> I mean, if it was in theaters, it'd be cool to see it in theaters again. The best, the best sound ever is when you go to see a kids' movie and there's all these families and all the kids are laughing. It's like the cutest sound. I saw Finding Nemo and it was all families and it was adorable. Mm. Yeah, that's good. So I would recommend going to see it if it was released in theaters again and you had a family. Or like go find some kids. No, don't listen thing. to you, Drew. Okay. No, <laughs> I, 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 I did mean that to sound weird. But um, in all seriousness, <laughs> find some kids that are in your life and you have a um, normal, you know, uh, familial or 
friend of friend relationship with <laughs> and watch Disney movies with kids that haven't seen them for the first time. I yeah, feel like I'd be that's curious what, people, what they think about it. I think they, I mean, I think a lot of people do that and I think it goes over well. We um, should have had a kid on this one. We blew yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah. Well, that takes some time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so are we going to go with, what are you going to go with? New release or old news? You go first. I'm still going to release. I mean, I'd still recommend this to friends that didn't have kids. And I feel like everyone I talk to about Aladdin loves it. So I'm going to say new release. I'm going to, I'm going to have to go new release too, because the, you'd have to be like a curmudgeon or just like grumpy yeah. to say like old, old, old news, Aladdin. It's, it's a strange movie to rewatch as an adult, like on a regular basis, but by all means, if you have the motivation to do it, go it, go yeah. for it. All right. I also would like to say that I would see Aladdin if it was like a darker movie too. Yeah, you That'd always really say cool. that. I know, but it'd be really cool. Except you hated the Lion King. What the Lion King wasn't? No, well that's you different. Can't, you can't that's say a... one one death. That's a kids movie that was dark. I want like an oh. adult movie that's dark. Very different. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Well, maybe Guy Rich is Aladdin too. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Here's hoping. Um. So how early 90s on a scale of 0 to 92, I don't know how to do this, is Aladdin. Well, this is because of the, we're not oh, Disney Robin historians. Williams. Well, yeah, we're not historians enough to say like, I, I think we can say the 90s, aside from like early period Disney, this is when Disney was at its absolute peak, peak of popularity. Yeah. And of course, for like our generation, the 90s, and there's been awesome Disney movies post 90s and pre 90s, but there was a big gap between, you know, the 40s and the movies we were naming off to this like awesome creative resurgence in the 90s. So I just feel like watching animated Disney movies screams mm -hmm. 90s. Um, Does it and scream then, 90s louder than the Mighty Ducks getting in 92 and 92? No, probably not. Because yeah. that's set in a, a, of the real world in a physical time period. This has the advantage of being more timeless. Mm -hmm. Like we were saying with Snow White, you can watch a 1937 <laughs> movie in, in the 90s and not know you're watching a 30s movie. Mm -hmm. You can't watch The Mighty Ducks and not know you're watching a yeah. 90s movie. You can't really watch... 2D animation. I mean, like the 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 2D ness, the animation style does um, anchor it a little bit to the time. Um, I mean, and and all the years before, mm -hmm. uh, but like it's pretty, it's very unusual now. So there's that. Um, Robin Williams, like you said, the songs are mm -hmm. only anchored to the 90s because of the movie. Yeah. Uh, they can't because the movie came out then it's it's tough it's not going to be it's got to be probably the third highest one i was that thinking that's gonna be like an 87 for my birthday. yeah yeah i mean yeah. that's fair it can't it just it can't really compete with things that could only exist in the time period mm -hmm. then again 90s disney animation has to give it a huge uh amount of points right there yeah okay so 87 i'm good with that um okay so each week when we watch a movie we take something from our new release get or something from the movie and put it into our new release gift shop 
We have a quite weird stuff in it right now. <laughs> People seem to like it. So that's great. Yeah. Um, we have blood bees, bees that make um, honey that is red like blood. We have Mr. Ear, like a Mr. Potato Head based off of Reservoir Dogs. Um, we can just stick lots of ears on an ear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a puzzle box with mysteries inside and people have been getting some really cool stuff and there's a slew of all other things. What do we want to take from this movie and sell it? Yeah, magic lamp that gives you nope. <laughs> complete control over the host of this the podcast. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, the lamp's too obvious, but what about a magic carpet for something small? Like a like hamster? To, no, like to carry your, <laughs> your you know, for all these fancy 2022 people, like if your phone's in the other room or you lose your keys. Oh, it'll carry it to you? Your magic carpet will bring your keys to you. That's actually pretty cute. <laughs> okay. So a mini, magic carpet getter or something. Mini magic carpet for lost keys. <laughs> for lost items. A lost carpet. Cute. Okay, I would like that. I'll order one. Okay. For $3,000. Yeah, we have to figure out. Well, I mean, magic is cheap if we can get, if we can harness it. Yeah, we'll figure it out by the next episode. All right. Yeah. Um. Cool. So what are we watching next week? And can I tie this into a poem with Aladdin? Yeah, you can tie it into a poem. You can tie it into a bow. You can tie it into a You can throw fun, it over your shoulder. A fun voice. <laughs> that everyone loves to impersonate. Nothing you've ever seen can prepare you for what's coming. the 13th of november oh so ignore oh. that um <laughs> <laughs> no, it definitely it definitely came out at um uh in november as we just saw from the box office report it must have had like a premiere you know a small premiere date at some point must have um, so yeah from the director of godfather oh, here man. comes dracula Ooh. I don't know if I've seen this. Once we watch it, it might jog some memories. I'm not it's sure if I have either. Kind of a forgotten, I mean, a, a movie by one of the most critically acclaimed filmmakers of all time. And he was still working. Like he, he, didn't, he didn't make very many movies, period. And the fact that he made something like, this is the equivalent of like Spielberg making a Marvel movie. Um, you know, like him making something that's got this much um intellectual property awareness is insane. And yet, like, and it was it made good money its first weekend, but like people don't talk about it very much <laughs> these <laughs> days. So we're bringing Dracula back. That's it for this week on new release. You can join along for the rest of this wild magic carpet ride by searching new release on Spotify or Apple or follow us at new release podcast on Instagram. Ashley. That's Amore. Ooh. This is French. 
clearly. <laughs> I think it sounds cool. That's like way to trigger copyright infringement. <laughs> So crazy to listen to it. Mm -hmm. 